Hello friends and welcome back to Live Laugh Lovecraft episode 17. I'm Sam, today's Dungeon Master, every day's Dungeon Master. It is Dungeons and Dragons, I can say that. Uh, this is a, a, it's a, it's a thing. And joining me today in this thing are in no particular order. My name's Kate uh, and I play uh, Bako who is a satyr bard. That's, that's what I have to say for you today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Zoe. I'm playing Ivy, who's a tiefling druid. Fantastic. I'm Lucy, and I'm playing Brogar, who is a very excited massive dragonborn. Uh, hello, I'm Snookums Jolliver, and outside the game, I'm playing a character called Steve Cross, who is way less interesting and even, like, just not as important as I am. <laughs> Which we can confirm. We rejoin three members of our party in a small alcove off the side of the sewer pipe they've just run through. The sound of the claws of the creatures outside still banging on the door. Inside this room, faintly illuminated by Snookum's glowing rock and the four dancing lights of Bako. I feel bad that Ivy's not bringing anything to the things that are slightly alight by. Well, I don't have any magical powers anymore because my druidic focus is back on the... Uh... <laughs> Back on the pathway. Rocks. I think I have like one crossbow bolt left, and that's about it. <laughs> I can't really make it burn. I could, I could wave that around um, like a lighter. Oh, I can get my tinderbox out and wave that around. Ivy gets her tinderbox out and begins to wave it around. She hasn't lit anything. No. She's just waving the yeah. box around. No, I don't I think she's actually it. doing she that. Snookums is going to do a ballad. <laughs> <laughs> she lights the tinderbox. Oh, we're together, and we will survive forever. The 30 children in the room begin to applaud. What? Why are the 30 children in the room? <laughs> That's what we're getting back to next. As I well turn as... around and go, what are you doing here? Oh, shit. They, this isn't they... a safe place to be. You're bloody telling us. These small... Why are they all long bean? Sorry. <laughs> They're not, they're just, they're just flustered, okay? This is what I'm going to do when I'm flustered. No, all right, no, I'm sorry, Governor. I, I didn't mean to flip into that. As they run into the, in, out from the corner of the room towards you, you see their dirt-covered faces. Uh, what are we doing here? Well, you might have noticed outside, there's uh, quite a lot of nasties running around. Yeah, we did notice that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and since they started running around, we've been running around in here. You're not running. a bit cheerful. Yeah, you've you got to see the light in the darkest situations, don't you? Has someone paid you to star in a movie musical? No. But if you would like to pay me to star in any of your online creations... Sam, do I have, do I have all the ingredients to whip up some gruel? <laughs> uh, and making us tea. Inside your cookbook, yes. In cookbook? Cookbag. Cookbag. Yes, Snookums, you have exactly this. Um, as you begin to... Are you making gruel? No. No? I don't have the ingredients. I'll give you them. What are the ingredients for gruel? It's the rule of gruel, if you will. Fat, oats, water. This, uh, this encampment, though, like they've got, they've got kettle, they've got tea. They probably have food supplies. They had loads of herbs hanging up before, so you, they've probably trash, got trash ingredients fish. you could raise. Have you got food supplies? Uh, the the large orc walks over with three small china cups, or small by orc standards. Oh, so. Well, uh, 
we've got some food supplies. And he gestures well, towards all of the dried fish hanging from the ceiling and hands each of you uh, each of these cups. Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you come with me. And he takes you over to a, a small campfire that they've built in the corner of the room. Yeah. The room is filling with smoke. I'm sorry, you're going to give the, ca- the characters I mean, tea? I'd need, a, I'd need a full kitchen to cater at this now. You're going to give the yeah. characters tea for the first time in the podcast and I'm tantalisingly out of reach. This is it feels like an attack. <laughs> <laughs> I throw the tea in there. <laughs> I don't want any tea. I don't drink tea. Um, Snoopy okay. doesn't drink tea. Uh, but um, I can't really cater for 30 kids with this equipment. I'm not Jesus of Nazareth. Because um, obviously with that Contrary number of kids, what you want to do is just whip out, whip up some tray bakes. Maybe a chocolate sponge. That'd be quite nice, but um, not with not with this number of not without no not on a campfire. So uh, s'mores. We've been a uh, we've been we've been uh, stuck here without tray bakes for for three days now. And he puts his greatsword up against the wall, and the uh, the, the two uh, ladies who were there. I say, that's a fucking good sword. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Between you and I, I uh, I don't entirely know how to uh, how to how to use it. Um, yeah. Uh... I find the trick is you've got to think of the person in front of you as maybe pork, and what you're trying to do is trim the fat where the fat is, their limbs. <laughs> That's such a gross imagery. Look down at his tummock. I'm not good at fighting, but I know a lot about butchery. Uh, or another way of looking at it could be a, a more extreme form of topiary, you know? Or, or a haircut. Uh, or the... decoupage! <laughs> what you're doing is you're going to rearrange the pieces afterwards into an aesthetically pleasing configuration. The the, the human woman wearing the, the black cloak box, I was just... Uh, I, was, I was always into making uh, making puzzles as a child. Well, that, that's not quite what we're talking about here. Um, okay, I'm glad you had a hobby. I think the only relevant puzzle is how do we get all of you out somewhere safe that isn't full of scratchy nonsense? Bye, Sam. <laughs> See you later, friends. Uh, it's fine, I've got a spare. Um, so the, this, this lady turns around and uh, begins to pull apart some small pieces of bread and, and give them to the children. I mean, uh, you get the, on with feeding. We'll come up with a plan. The orc comes back to you. And I look at I look at the clever members of our party, by which I mean I look at Ivy. <laughs> What's the plan? Um, hang on. So Sam, have we heard? Has the Nothing. stream episode well, happened yet? Have there ha- been happening? Shh, don't. It's happening. It's a secret. Uh, so outside of the space you're in, you can still hear those creatures trying to bang on the wall and try to pull. It the sounds sword. to me like somebody's reclaiming a. A, a, a sword from the bottom of a... <laughs> I mean, it sounds like those creatures are still out there, so I don't think we can go anywhere just yet. Um, um, and even when they're not, uh, there's a slight problem um, in that the only exit is, uh, is uh, not working. Oh, the worm door. Yeah. How um, long has that been broken? Three days. Uh, used to be propped open with a stone as uh, many of the people left the little encampment we had down here. Uh, one of them one of them knocked the doorstop out of the way and we've been stuck here ever since. 
Well, who broke the hand? Oh, interesting. We've got a lot of muscle. Muscle? Another muscle? Push. And your, 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 your puzzle lady who decided to tell us facts about her childhood before her name. Um, have you had a go at this door or did you did you just sort of decide to light a um, campfire in a room with no ventilation? As she's about to talk to you, the elf wearing the bark armor says, uh, I have, uh, I have g- given it a go, uh, but uh, it is... Uh, have we got anyone less French that could push this door? <laughs> Uh, well, um, honestly, between you and I... Honestly, elf plus French doesn't scream world heavy-lifting champion, does it? You don't get a lot of French elves on world's strongest race. <laughs> In the back, no, you don't see that. That would have been silly. Uh, and also, I couldn't think of a pun for Arnold Schwarzenegger fast enough. Um, no, but as you're saying this... Not you, French, not an elf. You begin to hear... Elves. You're thinking of... Great British powerlifter elf capes. If I knew anything about British powerlifting, that would have landed better, Steve. Uh, should have known your audience. <laughs> Look at this guy. Does he scream powerlifting to you? I mean, that depends what someone's threatening him yeah. with to get him to <laughs> squeeze you hard enough, you might. You begin to hear that the banging kind of stop as. The screams that you heard earlier start again. First of all, they sound distant and quiet and then get louder and closer and louder and closer and louder and closer and then become distant again. And you can hear the legs of these creatures clambering along the pipe, getting away from you really, really rapidly. It sounds like they're agitated. It does sound like they're agitated. Um... Have we tried opening the worm door? Well, (laughs) we did try. You smear it with worm? Did, did have a go. Um, we were you were a bit busy shooting at all of the creatures, but basically that uh, thing that bites you and takes the sacrificial blood and opens up yeah. was butt broken. Um, pushing the door didn't work. Pulling the door didn't work. Grabbing the handle didn't work. Uh, and no, I didn't. Very little time because the creatures were upon us, and I was trying to get a door open so we didn't all die. Of course, um, no. I'm so we ended up in here. I'm just trying to think how we get out of here. That isn't. <laughs> into the face of certain scratching. Huh? We fell into here, is this correct? No, yes. no, we were pulled into here by an orc oh, who no, opened no, no. the sliding door. We fell into the wider space. Oh, uh, yes. <clears throat> yeah. If you're underground. As a, as you're, you're chatting about this, you begin to up. hear distant explosions. That's disconcerting when you're underground. Mm. Yes. I do hope this uh, room is secure. Kind of 12 seconds pass and uh, at the end of those 12 seconds you begin to feel the floor shaking and then from a, quite a distance away you can just sorry that was a really bad impression of, of metal bending that sounded um, much more like Mung Bean <laughs> thank you <laughs> Mung Bean to the worst case scenario he comes back uh, no, no and, and then you hear a huge crash followed by a splash and you can just hear screaming constantly oh dear screeching more explosions oof uh now wailing wailing so the question is has someone else shown up 
Or have the creatures developed explosive capabilities? All of Should a sudden, we barricade the door? All of a sudden, the room fills with uh, dark black smoke with little slivers of silver in it. Rogar! Rogar! If you can hear me, what are you doing? This is usually bad, isn't it, when this happens? He's usually doing something, and given that he's been unsupervised for several hours, it can only be bad. Yeah, the the smoke disappears. (laughs) I'm just looking to see if I've got a spell called What Is That Idiot Up To? (laughs) Have we got thaumaturgy? Can we shout and call... Call out to him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where you guys are, so. Uh, oh. Don't tell me. That wouldn't help. I am just. <laughs> All of a sudden, the the shrieking begins to to climax and get louder and louder. <laughs> okay, Stephen. Uh, and silence. That's how it usually goes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think they're trying to trick us. This seems to me like a classic bait and switch. I also we hope that they'll be like, surprise! And then start screaming and scratching again. Like when you do the big fate footsteps away from a door that you're listening behind. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. I'm not here. That's why you should never listen to other people's bits of the podcast, friends. Because then you've got to actually try and act, where I have literally no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's been quiet for about 30 seconds. The uh, the orc picks up this great sword in a, you know, in a way uncharacteristic of someone who would know how to wield such a weapon and tentatively walks over to the sliding door. Uh, friend, friend, is that Sam, I creep wise? over next to him just in case things get bad. I'm ready. Okay. Um, One hand ready to do sacred flame. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just thinking it sounds to me like, uh, like they're, they're gone. Um, and we're starting to run low on water, so, um, I, I was gonna go and have a, have a look if I could, uh, get any. He was always Australian last week. Yeah. Friend, let's sneak out together. We'll use my walk as a shield to hide behind, tuck your delicate bits behind it. Just the bits that you really care about, and then you can peek over the top with your head. And if anything's kicking off on the side of the walk, I'm ready to use the powers of my goddess to repel whatever they were. I'm also and gonna go them, out and I eat them. But I've got my tea, but I've poured a tiny little bit of something from a flask into it. Nice. <laughs> I thought you well, were about I'm, to say you poured a little bit of the tea period. out for the homies <laughs> that went before. <laughs> Um, it was Ivy stacking up as well. We're all stacking up. No, no, Ivy is Ivy just hanging out with the finish kids. her tea. Okay. She'll probably drink Snookums' tea as well since he's left it. Oh, you can totally have my tea. I'm as, not interested yeah. in tea. Does the palate. As Snookums, Bako, and this orc stack up at the door and get ready to open it, the kids begin to move their way towards you. Uh, and one of them starts pulling on. Do you have like a, a dress under your leather vest? Is this me? Yes. I have. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing are, are a bloomer wearing... suit, Sam. What's the uniform? The rational what's dress it? movement. Steve, what's um... a bloomer suit? 
Oh, wow. Okay. Viewers, I'd recommend looking this up. This is deeply (laughs) impractical. Um, Uh, No, this is actually the height of practicality. Do you know the average weight of Victorian women's undergarments other than this type of... Do you know the average weight of a Victorian woman? I said, you're not meant to ask that, Zoe. (laughs) One of these children, it just towards you, pulls you, pulls and you just goes, I was, I was, I was just, um, could you, uh, could you tell us, uh, tell us a story? Um, these guys aren't very good at it. What 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 kind of story would you like? Um, preferably a good one. And as they say this to you, the orc draws the door back really quietly, and Bacco and Snookums and the orc leave this space. Can you roll me a stealth check, both Bacco and Snookums? Sixteen plus two is eighteen. Eighteen, beautiful. I got a fourteen. You begin to sneak out behind Snookums' walk. This orc and you stacking up behind. As you get closer to the end of this sewage pipe, you can see that there's smoke coming up from all around the space in front of you. It still seems quite quiet, but those platforms you were walking along, running along earlier, have begun to, or rather begun to, uh, have collapsed. So you get closer and closer to the edge, and as you look down, there's a huge pile of the bodies of those creatures from before. And slap bang in the middle of the pile is four kobolds and a rather large, rather strong-looking golden dragonborn, none of which have noticed you. Oi! Oi! Brogar! Brogar and Brogar slaves! Brogar and bros! (laughs) How are you all? <laughs> Hello. Um am I am I I'm awake and everything, aren't I, Sam? Yeah, yeah, totally. You can yeah. hear all this. I can't remember if I'd like passed out after fighting. Um excellent. Excellent. Guys, I've got a really massive sword. You know the sword that you took? I found it. Thank you for hiding it in such a good place for me. Thank you so much. Yeah, um There's some stuff down here you should probably come and see. Uh, yeah, right. Either you can uh, hear this because it's being shouted. Ah, uh, I don't think we'll have time for a story because, quite frankly, he needs my supervision more than you do. But I tell you what, uh, you, Urchin closest to me, why don't you Hello? start a story and when you get to the end of the sentence, the next person has to carry it on and you can all make up a story together. Okay? Once upon a ruddy time, there was a Excellent. very large... Very stupid golden dragonborn. And you leave the room and head out down the uh, down the. And I run back to hear this story. (laughs) Uh, Yes, and (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to. I just shout. And they had a number of slaves. And then I keep going. They were. Well, that doesn't sound very politically correct, does it? No, it Um, doesn't, does it, Sam? Who made that up? And I kept going, no, no. Snookums Snookums reflects for a moment. It's so weird that so much of my life has become slavery and eugenics recently. (laughs) And all I wanted to do was make fine cuisine and celebrate life itself. (laughs) The least edgy character anyone has ever played in D&D. I'm worried about breeding lines and wiping out the socially infirm. 
Oh dear. Um, cool. Uh, Ivy, it, yep, sorry. No, I was just so what happens when you have an incel as dungeon master, really? <laughs> okay. Had oh. you shown up last Wednesday, you would have got to meet real fake Millie. But you didn't, so she didn't want to come. Anyone can pay someone to pretend to be their girlfriend on a thing. Come on, back to work. <laughs> back to work. Um, um, yep. So we're at the edge of... So you're, you're at the top of this, like, three-tiered yeah. cake structure. And what is directly below? Like, if... Is water. There water. Water, and then in the middle of the water, lots of dead bodies. There's deep water below you. Yeah, I'm going to jump. Okay, can you roll me an acrobatics check? No, you can't. I need to do it. <laughs> no, but you're going to say the number. Ivy, uh, let me just... That's a plus one. You roll a five plus one. Me. Yeah, which is... Oh, no. I rolled a six. Uh, <laughs> Ivy, there was genuine consternation there for a minute. Ivy gets out of the end of the sewage pipe and you see Bako attempt to run and jump into the water, but uh, they slip and lose their footing right at the end, bonk their bum on the top step and then drop down, curling and, and flipping through the air. You hear a loud ah! splash. And, ah! Well, still stood not at the entirely top. unexpected. Snookums shouts... Brogar, I hope you're feeling strong! And jumps. With the idea that Brogar is going to catch me. Can, can Brogar make Alex this work? Yes. Then we're going to be able... Can Brogar quickly drop the massive sword he's holding? Yep. Uh, I'm going to need an acrobatics check from Snookums and potentially a acrobatics sleight of hand check. Acrobatics is a six. Sleight of hand check, please, there, uh... Brogar. Shit. Come on, drop it back to the bottom of the lake. No, no, oh, oh no. That's all I want. Drop it back no. to the bottom of the lake. No. <laughs> I refuse. Da, 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 da. That was an 11. Ivy, you're stood there in your, your bloomer suit. You see Snookums cannonball down, uh, attempting to get caught by Brogar. Um, but you go quite short. Brogar runs out to the edge of the water, dives forwards, hands out, going for the, the long catch completely whiffs it and misses you. Um, the, the sword is slowly dipping, you know, bobbing its way down this, this island of bodies towards the, the surface of the water. Sorry, has it gained autonomy now? What's the sword <laughs> doing walking down a pile of bodies? Um, stretching its legs. Okay. <laughs> now, Ivy, you're now the only person up at the top. Um, you, you notice behind you, though, there's a, a few of the kids have peeled off from story time and are watching you from a distance. Um, hi, Brogar. Hey, glad, glad you're okay. Um, I'm not quite sure why the others have jumped down there because we kind of need you up here to get us out of here. So yeah. I'll just wait here, but uh, we've got a very special job for you to... Uh, <gasps> we need your particular skills of being large. And possibly strong. As Excellent. A, as, as you hear that, the, uh, the, the one of the kobolds, the fungal-looking one, comes over to the edge of the island of bodies and a uh, mas, master, <laughs> um, we've been uh, thinking that we might stay down here for a while. Uh, yeah, you do that, mate, because honestly, the lot of you severely creep me out. Um... Mostly you, the one with the fire, quite a lot as well. So if you if you just stay here, um, I'll tell my dad that you all died. That would be uh, 
an honor to uh, relieve us of our service. Yeah, yeah. Off you pop, mate. Please don't talk um, to me anymore. I just wanted to hand you a little something to mm. remind you of me. And it snaps you... off its fungal hand oh. and holds it out towards you. Can you put that down on the floor? <laughs> yeah, can... um, okay. And it places it down on the floor and steps back. It is a, uh, a gift for you. Okay. Um, and Brogwell looks around for something to bag it like it's a dog poo. <laughs> that would probably be your bag. No, 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 no. There must be some fabric somewhere nearby. I gave you my handkerchief a few episodes back. Yes. <laughs> you've got you've got a little handkerchief. Right. Um, we'll always be willing to lend you a hand anytime, Master. And they slink off to the other side of the island and dip down into the water and swim off out of a very small, like, channel in the wall. Okay, anyway, um, friends, friends, I'm so glad you're back. I've been hanging around with idiots. You won't believe it. Um, <laughs> I wonder what that's like. First off, two things. One, I want to show you um, this excellent sword. You've, you've seen it. Uh, I found it again. Very, very pleased. I am not going to use it currently to kill my dad. You'll be happy to hear, Snookums, I'm sure. Good, I mean, yeah, as a follower of one of the many gods who like life and think it's good, he always cheers me up when people say <laughs> things like, I'm not going to do a killing for no reason. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Brogar turns to Bako and says quietly, I will at some point, though, but, you know, like, not right now. Um, anyway, first off that, so I've gone and got the sword back from it, crabbing off the island. I don't know what it was doing. Um, cool. You got it. And got the sword. And then can I use it to point at the big dead worm? You can do exactly that. You've pointed Look at, at the big dead worm. Look at this, guys. It's a massive Gavin. Um, thought the best thing would be to kill it and then show you. I considered the other way around, but felt like that could go wrong. Does that mean real Gavin's dead? Let me have a look. Uh, Ivy opens her pack and pulls out the jar that typically contains Gavin. Ow! <laughs> ah, he appears to be alive. I'm feeling totally chipper right now. Uh, oh yes, he's, he's very happy. Any any particular reason? He's not on my worm. Um, perhaps some moisture in the air. He seems to be. Intoxicated. Hmm. Huh. That's not. I mean, do you think that killing? I'm just like absolutely bellowing up this uh, <laughs> this three-tiered cake structure, as Sam put it. Um, <laughs> three-tiered cake structure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Um, and uh, did you? Do you think me stabbing the big one as he's gotten drunk in remorse? Is this, uh, Gavin? Are you? At some kind of memorial feasting ceremony, or are you just very happy at the death of your comrade, or do you perhaps have a, a day drinking problem? Mm. The, the, the death of my comrade? The, the big, big wormy thing down there. I hold the jar up and just tip it slightly so that Gavin could theoretically see the carnage on the floor of the cake structure. Brogar wedges what? the big one up with his sword, like a kebab. Why? Why would you do that to Mom Finn? <coughs> Mom Finn? 
He begins to sob tiny worm tears. Yeah, he's not happy anymore. <laughs> oh, good. Apparently. Oh, that's weird, because I think I'd be angry, but really, I thought it was a weight lifted off my shoulders. It's almost he... like not being part of a parasitic race has helped you out somewhat. Maybe you could be your own person now rather than serving a hive mind. In a jar, though. Keep him in the jar. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I was thinking perhaps I could take a course of accountancy. Um, I don't really have the urge to, to kill or eat anymore. Um, yeah. Well, perhaps when we have a moment, we can convert this jar into some kind of sealed terrarium and, and give you some books while you're in there so you can improve yourself. Oh, that's um, some Gavin fun art. Gavin the tax dodger. <laughs> <laughs> the artful tax dodger. Yes. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have a talk about for a bit. Um, that's all right with you. Yeah, sure. Um, I put him back in my bag. Can I, with the um, I've got I've got the the big wormy on the sword. Can I uh, say Ivy? I really do think you should just have a look at this one though, because it's massive. And I try and fling it off the end of my sword like a lacrosse ball. Strength check. At the same yeah. time, are you all heading up to the top floor? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, I'm not at right the same time. Smashing into the ground and not being caught by Grover. Yeah, you're fine, it's water. That was a two plus a three. Um, you you swing this giant sword um, and the worm attached to the end of it splats onto the wall on the second level. Oh. Still got some form. It's not completely smushed, but it's a... Uh, you missed. So, you're heading up, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you swim your way over to uh, one of the, the broken rope ladders from before and begin to each climb your way back up towards Ivy. As you get to the second level, you pass uh, that Burke's baubles again. Um, can you roll me a perception check? I'll roll cake. 11. And can everyone else roll? Other than Ivy, but... I got roll. an 11. A perception... <laughs> This is going to be Kate's favourite thing in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I got a two. It's an eight. That's higher than two, lower than 11. Uh, as you're passing by, Bako, you notice there are lots of things, shi- like shiny things, locked up in display cabinets in this in this building. Like shoddily put together display cabinets. Can I go over to one? Yeah. Uh, everyone else, are you just carrying on? You, you can see Bako doing this, but... Uh, no, I'm really excited to be back with my friends. So I'm going, what have you found? I found loads of things that I killed. Um, and some creepy... Well, what have you found, Bako? This is exciting. Well, I'm going to open the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's in the glass jar. You're going to need to... So you're going to need to roll a slight of hand check to open it. Or, yep. Or smash it. Set fire to it. I'm going to smash it. You smash then, it? Yep. yep. Um, and then I'm going to put my tea mug... Oh, no, that probably didn't survive the journey down. <laughs> I didn't say it didn't. Okay, I'm going to put my now empty... Full of water, <laughs> full of yucky water, yeah. ...into the cabinet, and then I'm going to pick up one of the glass things. Can I see any more to it? Okay, so look, like, inside this cabinet, uh, the, there's three. I'm going to pick up the biggest one. <laughs> you pick up, the, you pick up the biggest thing. The biggest thing in there is what sort of looks a bit like a meat cleaver, but it's elongated like a... a almost a cross between a machete and a meat cleaver and there's a there's a tiny label next to it that says a 
it's G N O R R, and then Aramax. <laughs> Nor's oh. Aramax. Amazing. Can I keep it? Yep. The big like meat cleaver esque thing. Yep, like a meat cleaver crossed with a machete, like a long meat cleaver. Okay. okay. It's gonna leave really tasty wounds because mm. of all the MSG used to make it. Yep. Um, the the uh, next. Yes. The next thing in, uh, <laughs> you notice actually in another display case to the right of you, there's so the, the other two things in there are just like knives, which look like standard fair daggers. Take them if you want. Uh, in the next display case, which is a lot longer, uh, you see uh, a, a long piece of uh, gnarled oak capped at each end with almost like uh, metal caps with uh, spikes poking out around in like a 360 degree circumference around these caps. Um, it's about five foot nine, but um, it says on a little note next to it, uh, five foot 11 and three quarter staff. Ah, oh, this staff is the height of the average male in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> the default, the default. And uh, I'm gonna take it, but I'm gonna turn and shout out to Ivy. Uh, Hey Ivy, I reckon this stick looks like it could be like a stick that you may have lost and may be feeling that you are missing. That looks a bit like an average man stick to me. I don't think I lost one of them. <laughs> They're right. Uh, in that case. But if you do see my stick, um, do bring it back to me. Okay, fine. Well, I'll leave the ordinary stick here. Um, okay. I will subtly measure myself against it and then try not to be too disheartened as I walk over to the next cabinet. You notice you're actually two inches taller than it. Um, <laughs> six foot one and three quarters. <laughs> uh, the next cabinet there is, it's a, a fairly large cabinet, about three feet long. But there's only one small piece of rectangular wood in it, in the middle of it. Um, and on closer inspection, there's a label next to it that says... The read only. Is read spot R E A D? R E E D. I don't understand what it is, but I'm going to take it. Uh, as you take it, <clears throat> yep, it looks a bit like the kind of the read that you'd put in a clarinet or a, what, a, what a schwam. Then, in that case, I'm going to recognise it as a <laughs> potential uh, fantastic future instrument. I'm gonna put in my bag. Mm -hmm. Amazing, cool. So you're I mean, the leaving. Reeds for different instruments are very different, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Well, you'll have to you'll have to give it a lick and see what happens. What? I'm get Sorry, did me just walk in, in the background? <laughs> <laughs> he got excited by the average man stick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, inside a lot of the, um, all of the kind of shinies and, and like gem cabinets. I say gem cabinets, it says gem cabinet above it. They're all they've all been smashed up and, and emptied. And there's also another cabinet that uh says the, the jaw splitter, but there's nothing in there. And then finally there's another one that's uh the 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 Legerdemann's worm. <clears throat> anyway, there's nothing particularly of note in here other than those three items you picked up two of and left one of. As right. you continue well, your way up towards the final level you reach that final ramp, and at the bottom of the ramp, there's a pile of two bodies. And 
sat softly on top of this pile is Ivy's stick. Can two oh. be a pile? That is a bundle. <sighs> a bundle of bodies. <laughs> I guess it depends Sheaf how many pieces the bodies are in. Yeah. Sheaf of bodies. I a say, brace. look, it's your a stick! of bodies. Isn't that stick very important to you? That's the is, largest yes. bottle of water I've ever seen. I'm so sorry to interject. <laughs> Kate there, what? drinking from the water cooler. Kate, Kate straight from the source. The Have you not yeah. seen this already today? No. Yeah. Said it the whole time. That's a very important stick to you, isn't it? You should yes. probably grab that stick. Yes, please. Can't just be replaced at the drop of a hat. It's got great sentimental value. Uh, plus it floats, so it's quite hard to throw to the bottom of a lake. <clears throat> <laughs> and it isn't it isn't far too much taller than me for me to be able to use it. So do you want us to pick this stick up? Wait, where have you not yes, come down? She wasn't no, because you're all going to have to come back to me, so it just seemed like a duplication of effort. Yeah, right, well I'll pick Let's up. throw the stick up! <laughs> <laughs> I pick up the stick and give it to Snookums. <laughs> I'm not throwing it! I got the shortest <laughs> arms. Let me explain levers to you, Archimedes, possibly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to chuck it. I'm trying to remember the names of other Greek mathematicians. Ancelotl. Euclid. That's not one. Euclid. Oh, Euclid. Pythagoras. Ah. Call it by his name. Be a, a strength check, Bacco, which was a... Seven plus one, eight. I rolled an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Uh, you, yeah, you, you throw it up the ramp and it lands flatly on the floor there. As you're, you're about to head up the ramp, you notice the, the corpse of the large worm. <clears throat> kind of just, just a couple of metres further down the, uh, the platform from here. Splattered against the wall, right? Yeah. Like, braced against would the it, wall. Would wall. it require will... effort to kick it into the lake? Because if I can just do it with a little like nudge, I'm just going to nudge it off and it can sink to the bottom with everything else. The place I put all my problems. <laughs> the, the, lake, the lake that provides this... water to all the people who live in the city. No, I'm not going to boot it in the lake. I'm not going to boot it in the lake. I'm going to just walk past and chant, Victory! 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 Marco, I've got some very... Surprise! There's some traumatized orphans up here. They seem very chipper, but their whole families have been uh, deceased by this thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe the victory chant could be a little more stately. Uh, I'm gonna take that on board, and I think that means I'm gonna do it. But this time, I'll have my hands on my hips. <laughs> stop a little. Victory! 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 Nice. Slightly more <laughs> nice. You continue your way up this ramp and you're now reunited with Ivy for the first time <gasps> in about three hours. Oh, bro, go, goes and hugs her. Crushes it. Picks her up off the ground by accident. He doesn't mean to. Um, but We talked about this, Broga. Oh, please, uh, please don't pick me up without permission. Can I pick you up? You haven't put me down. It's, just, it's nice to see you two. Um, and I really hope that fungal hand is nowhere near me. <laughs> no, it's, it's in my bag. That guy was super weird. I'm so pleased to be back among um, you, you guys, really, I am. Uh, I'm so glad to see you, Ivy. 
Wait, uh, what? Did you get your stick? Uh, uh, did you bring it to me? It's on the floor. It's on the floor. Yeah. Friends. Thank you. Why did you drop your stick, you silly thing? Uh, <laughs> well, you know those, uh, those sort of creatures? Mm hmm? Well, there were rather a lot of them, and uh, they weren't terribly well-mannered, so we kind of had to move. Uh, it became a bit of a casualty of war, is what you might say. Oh. Uh, speaking of casualties, um, shall we get out of here? Uh, uh, shame it's just sticky, not just sticky. Not, not what? <laughs> Snookum says, who is that? That's a voice I've never heard before! <laughs> <laughs> a what? Is that the orc? It was the orc. I just I didn't hear what Kate said. I said Shaman's a stick and not sticky. Oh, nice. <laughs> but everyone I thought we had enough for some reason. Better the second time. <laughs> um, I still don't get it. <laughs> just beneath you. She's clearly. thinking of Mungbean. Brogar gets it. And laughs heartily. <laughs> I think I just oh. expect more from jokes, you know? I know, that's why Brogar gets it. Uh, yeah, Brogar laughing at your joke is actually an insult. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's it's nice that um that uh that y- you killed them, but um we're still kinda kinda stuck in here. Right, yes. Brogar. Yes. Please break down that door. And she points at the door with the busted right, head on it. Yeah, they're not the not the other one. Um I- Oh, so last time, weren't we going to do some with, the, with Lamb Chop? Launch yes, myself um, at it. No, just just get the door open. No <laughs> no cleverness. No no sacrifices. No Lamb Chops. Just so when you say no cleverness, you don't want this crowbar. Now that is cleverness I can get behind. <laughs> I mean, do you want to... Oh do you want to borrow this Brogar's... Well, it's my crowbar, but we'll call it Brogar's crowbar. crowbar. Brogar's crowbar. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. It's quite um, an expensive pub in a fantasy town called something like Middle Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so can I use the crowbar? I put it in the wrong way around first time around. There is no wrong way around, it's a crowbar. It's a crowbar. You, you can put it in a wrong Sharp way around. Sharp on surely. both ends. Well, you put it in sideways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're more just holding it on against the door. the door at that point. Snookums is saying all of this in game. You head over to the door. You put one of the sharp ends in. It's up to you which one. I don't give a toss. Roll me a strength check, Brogar. Please roll high. Do okay. not fluff your roll to make it to make it bad. Okay. Do what? Well, um, yeah, yeah, because that's what I've been doing. Um, okay, that was a twelve. You force the crowbar in and begin to push. As hard Don't as my crowbar. you can. The crowbar, Don't you my crowbar. The crowbar begins to flex slightly under no. the force. No. Under the force as you push and you push and you push and eventually the door pops off its hinges and flops back into a long corridor. But oh, what's the state of the crowbar? The crowbar is completely fine. Oh. As you That's pop literally it, the only horse I had in that race. Was the, sound <laughs> of my the sound of this door falling, the, the door that slides, slides open, and you have 32 pairs of eyes staring at you. It's like, 
in complete shock that you've and managed from, to open this door. From the other side of Just the door? Just to check, those are the kids on this, no. yeah, they're oh, not. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kids and one of the women? Yeah, one's got their eyes closed. None of us are impressed. Well, you know, we are we are heroes. This yeah. is what we do, apparently. Snookum yeah. says to the children, Children, remember to eat a balanced diet featuring a number of vegetables, but one that teases the senses as well, and you two could grow up to be as strong as this. Brogal flexes. Um, Enjoy rat meat as part of this nutritious breakfast. Mm. <laughs> um, excuse me, we were... We just wondered maybe we could uh come come with you um well yes we're not going to just leave you here no we're going to take care of you well so we all need to stick together yes, so if i'll you get this rope out and everybody hold on this rope and we'll make a giant crocodile it's called a crocodile in the child moving industries we'll <laughs> form a crocodile i'm <laughs> oh, sorry system. <laughs> everybody put your high-vis tops on they've got the name of the primary school on the back so that we know that we, which, like, when we're in the British Museum, we know who's meant to be with who. Everyone hold on the rope. We'll walk together holding, holding 50 the rope. Feet of hemp and rope. I think it'd be called a millipede if it was all holding on. Why is it a crocodile? Well, you, you only ever see a crocodile. It's to be a crocodile than if you, a if you actually look under the water, you'd be surprised how many legs a crocodile has. How many children are <laughs> 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 it's holding it up? <laughs> That's why they can move so fast. Ah, I see. Cool. You head your way down this corridor. Corridor. Sewer pipe. Um, as you go, uh, Brogar, you stumble on a, a small rock just, just past you the door. Now. Yep, just, just not well, I'm falling. I'm bringing up you the just... rear, by the way. I'm bringing yeah, up exactly. the rear. Um, and, um... All the way along, I'm telling children just small nutrition facts. <laughs> Lamb's quite good with rosemary. If you want to properly soften... A piece of pork. It's best to use a medium tenderizing hammer. Just hoping that they go away with some knowledge. I just one kid. I just take aside and go. Salt is important. <laughs> You're going to come back to the city, and there's going to be all of these bougie restaurants run by names, children <laughs> with, with names like Dirty Fish. The Crocodile Fish Kitchen. And the Crocodile Kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about the pop-up street cuisine. Iron um, steak culture <laughs> that I'm embedding in this town. I'm sorry. It's going to be amazing. The All first bougie restaurant name that Sam came up with was Dirty Fish. <laughs> yeah, so no, that's God, fair. Sam, do you? Yeah, Sam's been to East London. They're all called things like Hail Satan and I Fucked the Chicken. <laughs> True. Oh, yeah, like Egg Slut. I don't want to eat breakfast there. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't want that. It's stressful. <laughs> You continue your way along this corridor and eventually find yourselves back at that central sewage hub you passed by days ago. Central sewage hub. Not very central many days sewage. ago. Where there was a this system. has been a very long day. Mm. This has been a long day. Where there was a system in the middle of this... What's like? It's got four arms coming off it. Where you fought the dogs. This isn't where you fought the dogs. This is where you went before you fought the dogs. Ah, <laughs> You choose one number, one to four, random. Two, three. Two. Okay, you head your way. You head your way down, uh, and eventually find yourselves in that out of business pub. This episode of Live Love Lovecraft was written and produced by me, Sam Mackay. It starred Steve Cross, Lucy Eckersley, Kate Hunter, and Zoe McGee. You can find links to all of their online stuff down in the podcast notes below. 
The music was written by myself and additional sound effects were provided by Michael Gelfie. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, you can find us online at Lovecraft D&D. And we hope that you have a wonderful week, everyone. And we'll see you next time when the adventure continues. I didn't intentionally try to derail it. I didn't know it was anything to do with anything. And Steve I just thought, I thought having a thing based around just mercilessly murdering people and could try, I just thought it's... No, I just it wasn't I didn't merciless. Know you had a thing built around it. It wasn't merciless. It was economic nonsense. Yeah, and also it was just you know, it's Stupid. my culture. Holy <laughs> thought through family tradition. <laughs> yeah. we, we've all got them, haven't we? Whereas my family Heard tradition that. of just plowing, throwing plot hooks away is uh, very strong. Yeah, but sadly wasted in this context. Um, although I did thoroughly appreciate it. You said plot hooks as if I hadn't designed that rapier as a weapon for Bako. Uh, <laughs> these things happen. If you care, you'll design something else. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't wasn't care. It, wasn't it exactly after Kate was like, um, yeah, I throw a dart because that's all I've got. And then there was like, oh, and there's this rape. Oh, it's ra- amazing rapier. And Snuckums was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>